Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hello, 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 Backpacking and Blisters family. This is Derek Somerville, and with me today is the only man I've ever known to create a bridge over a river using and stringing and amending and gluing somehow together pieces of pine cone. And uh, it was amazing, and it was very therapeutic on my feet. So I appreciate that. Carl, how mm. you doing, buddy? A lot of glue brought into the backcountry for sure, so that makes sense. I think you made whatever the glue was. Yeah, you made the glue out there. <laughs> I'm really, doing good. Yeah. With me is Derek Somerville. <laughs> Buckle a man who believes go. that toilet paper always rolls downhill because it's trying to reach the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No words. I have no no response for that. Hey, that, that ties in with our theme. So it, it does. It does. That's true. Okay. Today is a special day. I'm excited. Uh, but first, before we dive into that, <laughs> let's let's dive into your tidbits. Okay. What do we got today in tidbits? I have Two tidbits today. I got back a couple weeks ago from a backpacking trip to the Grand Tetons, and we had an awesome time. Yeah. There was a gentleman that went, and he was 71 years old, almost 72. And so just shout out to Mr. Grimm. He made it. And let me tell you how impressive this was, and and you can tell, because I think you'll be pretty impressed. So, so this wasn't meant to be a tough trip. I've never been to the Tetons, so I don't really, I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing. But day Typical. one, day one, we, uh, it was nine miles, which isn't unreasonable, but over 3,000 feet of elevation gain. Yeesh. That's a lot. That's a lot that for, a lot. that's a lot for anybody, really. But yeah. he made it. And then day two, we thought, okay, that's going to be the easier day. We did, there wasn't nearly as much elevation gain, but we ended up doing 11 miles. Mm. And a lot of it was downhill over some uh, kind of some rough terrain in parts. Uh, the last day was kind of our easy day access. Kind of we, it was just like a long weekend for us, and so we only did I think five or six miles at the most. But um, but there's still some up and down the last day, and no complaining. He toughed it out. So very impressive. Seventy one years old. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. <clears throat> And the pack was was a moderate weight, heavyweight. Uh, that might have been a point of contention, actually, which we'll get to mm. later. Uh, I'm going to say Ouch. on the heavier side. That's that's even more impressive. Yeah. Yep. So that that'll that'll wow. actually come up later because it's kind of an interesting topic. But could you okay. at 71? Do you think you'll be able to do that? I mean, it depends. Okay. Well, it depends how light my pack is. 
Uh, I'm gonna give this guy like a nine out of ten though. Like three thousand feet of elevation gain with a heavy pack is is that's a that's a feat for anybody. For sure. For sure. You know. Okay. Good for him. All right. My next tidbit is one. Well, I'm just gonna give you a little scenario. Mm. Okay, and then you just tell me how what, what you think about this. So okay, there's like you go with somebody on the trip, and you guys are you know you're kind of good friends, really good friends, we'll say, and. Yeah. One of the guys puts a rock in the other guy's pack intentionally. Mm. Mm. Is that is that is that, is that uh, funny, fun, or just like mean? Is this uh, well? It depends who the person is, really. <laughs> what, <laughs> I mean, that's, they're good. It all boils down to the person. Because <laughs> if I'm going to do that, I mean, you, you know, you want to make sure like somebody deserves it. Okay. Not just like, you know, some <laughs> newbie. I'm not going to like initiate somebody. Yeah, that. for sure. Who would do that? All right. So um, here's, a, here's a scene from last summer's backpacking trip. Uh, we just placed a giant rock inside of Carl's backpack. Let's see if he notices. Or he just carried all day. I mean, I I think we were gonna do that. I just I don't know if I don't think we did. I mean, uh, it's, it's foggy memory for me. You were talking in the past tense, like you already did that, though. Well, it's it's all hindsight, you know, for me. So it's it's not. I'm just speaking in riddles, really. I mean, well, let me ask you, what? <laughs> how did your pack feel? Did it feel heavier or something? I'm still I'm still confused why you would talk in the past tense for something you would do in the future. Well, it's just reference. You know, it's not a big deal. It's not. Because I think the video is in the past, so I'm talking in the past. I don't have to do that. I make it change it up. Make it work on verb tense. It's you, fine. <laughs> can we practice <laughs> verbs after this episode? Uh, no, I don't know. Did you, the next episode is proper grammar in the backcountry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice uh, changes or anything in your backpack? Well, my backpack definitely got heavier, but not from a rock. That would be pretty I think harsh. It was from too, even from other me. people's stuff. Yeah. I, I thought about it, though. I'm not going to lie. I thought about it. I don't think he did it. Actually, I never pulled a rock on my back. Actually, I I wasn't the one who who came up with the idea to possibly do that. Um, you know, so I was just uh, voicing the interest essentially on, gotcha. on the. Uh, but it wasn't it wasn't my baby. I can't take credit for that baby. Uh, that okay, never. So happened. you feel like there's some sort of a a collective group that just is like Carl needs to have a rock. Well, in his there's always a little group animosity towards you. You know, like you were saying earlier, there was a mutiny. <laughs> there was a mutiny afoot earlier in the trip. And, yeah. And well, that, but that was led by you. So was that led by me? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. But I kind of went back and reviewed the footage and I think you view <laughs> just healthy discussion as a mutiny sometimes. So I don't Probably. know if I really take that with, Oh, I'm mm. going to take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? We've talked about my insecurities, so I, that's not unreasonable. Right, and I know you get saucy when things don't go your way, so <laughs> I'm not going to take that personally. Uh, okay. But anyway, yeah, so that's a good clip. Um, you know, sometimes you get the clips of stuff and the in, and the intentions of the group, but, you know, sometimes those intentions don't always play out, unfortunately. We can do it if you want. Is that something you want to happen? I don't think you want to go down that road. I don't think you want to stick a, a rock in somebody's pack because at some point it's just going to continue to escalate mm. and you're not going to like the outcome. Okay, so this actually brings up, maybe I got a third tidbit. So I actually was reviewing the footage from last summer's trip. And I know that that's not mm. what this episode's about, but it just this is what I'm thinking about right now. So 
Uh, I kind of I kind of threw out on the text line that there out of the seven guys that went, four of them were uh, video saboteurs. So mm, yeah, yeah. Do you do you feel like you're one of those four? Or do you feel like you're kind of the innocent three? I feel like I was good this year. Yeah, I really do. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I was on the good side. I would say you were like yeah, you were like 99 percent good. <laughs> there's always that one percent well what was the one percent all right so i'll probably throw this video at some point on the facebook page but so i set up this like mini tripod with a gopro that was trying to get yep. the shot of us like our initial climb over this ridge off trail and mm. you're leading the charge which is awesome because that's rare for you and you're going <laughs> <laughs> not true by the way you're, not make, true. you're making it to the top and you were the first one i guess i was talking about the first one because i set the camera up but it looks like you're the first one in the video right and so you're yeah. you're climbing up and we're, it's kind of one of those like lord of the rings shots not nearly as well done because it's just a gopro but, <laughs> but it's got a cool back i think it's got a cool background and um yeah. you, you pass the camera and then you stick yeah. your hand in front of the camera on purpose I stuck my hand in front of the camera on purpose. Yeah, really? it's it's really obvious. Wow, I feel bad. I don't think yeah. I would. I feel like I wouldn't have done that. Somebody else. You sure describe- I wasn't just reaching for something? Hmm. We'll we'll let that the kind of stupid. We'll to let do the that. Facebook viewers decide. But um, all right, honestly, that was minor compared to some of the other stuff. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I can't wait to see the final product when you're all done with it. That's gonna uh, it's not going to be very good. Yeah, and actually, yeah, just so you know, we, we spent a lot of time on that July is here movie. We're not going to even come close to producing anything like that this year. I think we're going to do a couple different shorts and maybe some 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 clips that um, just kind of some for fun clips from uh, throughout the the summer season. Yeah. And, the, and yeah, well, and then we are planning on upping the filming game uh, next summer. Yeah, I, I think so. Correctly. When life gives you bear canisters, you got to make berry juice. And that's what we're going to do. That's, uh, it's deep. Thank you. Thank Awkward, you. but deep. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's, those are my tidbits. It's time to jump in to this episode and time to jump into the poop, man. So yeah, that's... so it's not just the poop. This is like, you know, this is like a Derek episode. So if you, really like the essentialitis episode if you thought that was like a solid awesome episode then this is going to be the episode for you because derek like i've definitely done my research on some of this stuff but he's going to bring up some of his other topics that he wants to talk about and i've got no idea what he's going to mm. talk about well we, we have a few topics today we have poop is is obviously the one um yeah. so i'm going to throw some poop knowledge at you okay just to inform you um and maybe everybody out there knows about poop and they're just thinking you just got to do it but, but there's, more to it than that, guys. <laughs> there's more to it that's all i'm going to say okay yeah, and there's two or three other topics I want to talk about. Some things that I really enjoy about the outdoors, and you know, potential fun trips that would be fun to do. So we can dive into all that stuff. So I'm going to leave it to what do you, do you? What do you want to start? Do you want to start right with the poop? I'm going to tell you the categories of what I have, and then you tell me if you want to add to it, right. jump in, or just okay, kind of have fair. your own version. All right. So I've got three ways to avoid bringing toilet paper. And I've also got three ways to go number two in the woods or in the wow. mountains, whatever. So I don't know how yours fit in with that, but well, what do you think? I kind of want to like throw the knowledge at you and see how you would apply that to the trail to see okay. if you could uh, make your pooping experience on the trail a little bit better, uh, smoother, smoother, if you will. Yeah. Okay. So fact, you know, I don't know if you were aware of this. How many pounds of poop can you store in your body 
or 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 about you know i mean that's <laughs> underestimated a lot and and these and this can cause you to be bloated have cramps it can cause you to have fatigue which is really important on the trail and uh right. obviously i like that you bring it oh, back yeah, to the trail you gotta bring it back to the trail do you, what percentage of listeners like click stop on listening to this podcast when you pose Look, that question this is a brave topic and i think if you're committed to the trail it's good to know everything and yes it's poop it's gross but you know what we're going to talk about other things today yeah before i even try to answer the question let me just point out that this information that i have is not meant to gross anybody out you might be trying to gross people out though I, no i'm really not i found it okay. really interesting actually yeah because this is one of your favorite topics so that makes sense i think you think it's one of my favorite topics but it's well, a topic everybody time. <laughs> you should be familiar with this that's all i'm saying i'm gonna i have a couple of trivia questions for you i know it's not my trivia day but i got a couple <laughs> trivia questions for you i feel like you just threw a trivia question at me with the poundage all right so, i'm gonna give you that one do you have right, a guess two, for that two and a half pounds ten pounds ten what you can store up to ten pounds up to ten maybe pounds. maybe give or take a pound i'm sure you'll find something else on the internet but okay that's that's just crazy to me so i don't think i've ever done that before well, I would hope not. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah. But I so. mean, like, like you said, relating it to the trail, yeah. I mean, as you're eating your food and as you are going number two, like you mm-hmm. are losing pack weight through that process, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Is the shape of your poop important? If so, why? I'm trying to bring this back to, to hiking and trail stuff. And I yeah. guess I guess this could matter because it could kind of reveal your you know, your current digestive health and kind of what you're eating and this and that. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize you posted something about this already on the Facebook page. That's interesting. Oh, briefly. Yeah. Okay. Briefly. It's either on there. It's not on there. No, No, it's on there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it it just depends. Like you said, it it kind of reveals how much fiber you've had and, or the lack thereof. And just, it just kind of reveals kind of the current state of health. So if you want me to go down your gross road, as you take this podcast off the rails quickly, you want I, re- I remember watching i don't watch this show ever but i think my wife was watching it and i saw a portion mm. um, of dr oz and he was talking about how you want to have like kind of the sausage shaped poop true true it, it, it's better to have a, a, a like a, a solid long piece than, than broken up pieces because that shows that you are eating properly okay. and that you're getting enough fiber in your diet that's good dude nice job thank you let's uh let's just Let's just breeze through a couple of these, then we'll, we'll move on. I know this is like okay. super gross for some people, so if you need to skip ahead, I understand. The uh, <laughs> The next one is, uh, you know, obviously poop doesn't smell good, but if you notice that you have really bad smelling poop, you're like, this is abnormally bad. Yeah. That is a very, uh, it's a sign of um, infection. So, okay. you know, if you have something really really out of the ordinary and 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 the reason i brought it back to the trail was because they they really focused on if you smell if it's something smells really bad your poo it's oftentimes um caused by the the giardia parasite which we can all find outdoors in the you know the rivers and streams and all that stuff right and so you know if you're out there on the trail and you've gone out there a million times and you're like i'm, I'm pooping and you're like that's the normal stink that's great if you're like wow this is absurdly smelly you might want to be concerned that you have contracted some possible giardia. So, um, yeah. you know your poop better than everybody else. So, just pay attention to the smell. So, okay. Um, that, that, you said, you see how I brought it back to the trailer? You like that? 
Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, Giardia is definitely an issue, and I think I don't know. I think people that filter their water typically don't get that, but yeah. So we got three more, and then we'll move on from the poop. Okay, I'm gonna breeze through. Well, we, no, 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 I've got my I've got my. Well, stuff. you got, I your got my, my categories. Okay, yeah. Um, so this one I found was really interesting. Should your poop sink or float? I think it should sink. Well played, my friend. Well played. So if your poop floats, apparently it's an indication you have a lot of fat content in your poop. I okay. won't get into the whole science of it, but... Uh, can, I, can I add to that? If yeah. your poop floats or sinks, that's a big-time indication that you are violating the Leave No Trace guidelines because you're pooping in water, which you should not be doing. Mm, mm. And that's something... That was a trick question for you. And that's something you should not do outdoors. <laughs> well played. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> this this uh, this one I think applies to everybody in general, but it, it really applies to you because I think that this is something you can really grasp onto. Um, it's normal, Carl. How many? It's normal to pass gas up to how many times a day? Uh, ten times a day. You're in the range. Good job. It's ten to eighteen okay. times. I counted you nice. at least at thirty-five often. So well, on the trip, it's way worse. Yeah. Yeah, you're way, way worse. worse. So. But it's 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 good to get rid of that bacteria. Nobody else is just me, just me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. So you're you're way ahead of everybody else. You're like a a, a gas prodigy, if you will. So good job. <laughs> let me just let me just touch on that briefly, please. I think if you are sharing a tent with somebody, and then you decide to bring chili mac with beef as your freeze dried meal, you're intentionally trying to. Just yeah, destroy the air quality. I'm gonna say that's pre that's premeditated. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know? That's for premeditated. Sure. I have not done that to you. Right. Actually on our on our Teton um, trip, there was um a guy who who brought that and then packed an extra tent just for himself as a result. So that was very crazy. That's thoughtful very though. That yeah. was very thoughtful. So okay, let's jump to this last one. Uh I, I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Okay. This is a real thing. I don't know if anybody's heard of a poop transplant, fecal microbiota oh, transplant. I have heard about real... this before. Have you heard of this? I've heard of it, but I forget what it's for. So basically, it's it helps um, if you have a person that has a digestive tract that's infected with, with it's really bad. Something's going on. A lot of um, there's trillions of good bacteria in healthy poop that can recolonize. In so basically, they take good poop. They put it in the digestive tract of a right. person with bad poop, and it colonizes and fixes everything. Right. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, if you have if a bad digestion. If I was digestive, having digestive problems, I'd be open to just about anything to solve that. So, you know, you, I feel like you can really uh, find out who your true friends are if you can find a poop donor. I would, I would, I would be your poop donor if you wanted me. Thank you. <laughs> you. You would be my poop donor. True, true friend. That's what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> guys, go ask your friends. Like, would you be my poop donor? And they'd be like, "What are you talking about?" And you're like, "Yo, this is a real thing." Okay. You laugh, Carl. You you scoff, but yay. You know what I mean? But if you got digestive issues from all that uh, whatever whatever it is you eat in your little pouch on the trail, uh, I would donate my poop. Okay. So. <laughs> That just that just ups the love level. Uh, I have to. Your, your last comment and then saved that segment right there, which was very painful. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh my gosh, that was awesome. 
this is going to be like the Sasquatch episode where we're going to have people that are way into this or just, yeah, <laughs> oh, we're losing. Sure. Or people sure. are hitting unsubscribe as a result. Oh, they won't unsubscribe. Okay. I'm gonna... that's <laughs> Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to earth a little bit. That's all the okay. poop I have. I don't know if you have anything right. else. I do. I told you, you do. I got two categories. Okay. I really okay, thought this through. I hear your poop stuff. And I've done a little bit of research myself. So three ways to avoid bringing toilet paper on the trip. Go ahead. Um, there's actually more than three, but I'm just going to, but we'll get to that kind of later in the season with some other mm. um, episodes. Actually, maybe the next one. So the obvious one is to use natural toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, like the natural, some of the natural toilet paper is actually better than real toilet paper. Um, Hunter's Delight is yes. the one that's like the, the really large, soft leaves like kind of fuzzy yeah. leaves. There's some that are not fuzzy that almost look like corn stalks. I forget the name of those. And those work really well also. And then you can just simply bury them. Even in national parks, you just obviously bury them in your cat hole as well. That's what you and I use normally, right? If we have the opportunity. Yeah, it depends on where we're going for sure. So yeah. other things people mm-hmm. use though, like these are things not that I've necessarily used, but people have used everything from smooth stones to hopefully smooth sticks to even snow. I did. The, I did the. Uh, I did the smooth stone one time. Okay. Something to watch out for, though, is you've heard the phrase um, "leaves of three use them freely." No, leaves of three just for me. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> is this like a poison oak, poison ivy thing? Leaves of three, ju- let them be. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, that's probably the worst natural. Leaves <laughs> of three just for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so that th- that's kind of the obvious go-to. I'm sure everybody's heard or even maybe even tried that. But now I'm going to go to some unexpected ways to avoid bringing toilet paper. Okay? Okay. All right. And these are ways that um, I've either read about or, yeah, one was from a book. The other one, um, well, I'll just tell you about it. This is like the uh, the foreign way. You know how they have those little squeeze bottles you take that like you can put like, you know, oils or different ingredients in if you're trying to get like kind of all fancy with your with your meals? Sure. You could bring an empty one, fill it with water, and make a makeshift bidet. That's, wow. That's... For those of you that don't know what that is, that's like where your water shoots up at you to clean you off, which is supposed to be you. way more sanitary than toilet paper, by the way. Oh, yeah, it is. My, my grandma had a bidet. Yeah. Uh, was it bidet? It was a, a bidet, yeah. It was amazing. Oh, Okay, so you can go with bidet. Call it a bidet. You can go with bidet. Well, I'm I'm sure we'll hear about that. Okay. Look, Carl's not like very versed in the poop world, guys. No, I freely admit that I'm not. But anyway, hey, anyway, that's one. The other one, I read this in a book. Like this, legitimately, I read in a book and I started laughing. It was a book about like kind of backpacking 101, and I'm going to call this the slide rule. Where they suggested <laughs> finding where are you like going a, with this, buddy? <laughs> finding a meadow like with soft grass, oh, maybe no. slightly angled downhill <laughs> and simply sliding down the hill. <laughs> Have you ever tried this? <laughs> no way! Like it just takes one pokey that's going to wreck this wreck that uh, trip for you. You know, I can find something a little easier to use. It was legit in a book that I checked out from the library. I'm sure it is. I have no doubt about that. Okay. Wow. So those are the three ways to avoid bringing toilet paper. Then I've got three ways to go number two in the woods or in the mountains. Okay. Mm. Because for me, when I first started backpacking, I had never done anything like this. And so this was actually kind of freaked me out a little bit. So this was one of the, it took me quite a few years to really get comfortable with this. And it used to be kind of something I dreaded. And so around the world, especially in Asian countries, they have something called the squatty potty. 
Yes. So the squat method where you don't have to just do anything, but you dig your cat hole and you simply squat. And that's actually like, I think it's one of the healthier ways to do that. It is. If, you yeah, can, it if is. you're comfortable doing that. Now I would recommend just taking off um, your bottom layers of clothes so that there's no issues there. Are you, um, do you have uh, accuracy issues? It just, it, whether I don't want to get too specific here. It's, it's just safer. <laughs> I mean, if you do, <laughs> if you, you go, if you go number one, number two, at the same time, Things, things could get messy. That's advanced. Um, That's advanced. So, I'm more of a I'm more of a one hand jammer. Uh, you know, find a big tree branch to grab onto and okay, just lean back and let let nature take its course. So yeah, and that's kind of like like a modified squatty potty version where you're kind of hanging on. Um, and certainly if you're on like a hillside or like climbing a mountain pass, which sometimes you just got to do that just to kind of hang on for for dear life. True. Other times you can actually. Go ahead. I was going to say they actually sold the squatty potties uh, at Costco. Yeah, yeah. Long, I think so. they, I think they're trying to yeah make that kind of Americanized for sure. It is yeah. If you're new and this is like just too much for you, you can try like a simulated toilet where you do like the I call this the lean method where you're leaning or maybe even sitting directly on a boulder or a log and kind of leaning your bottom over or leaning your bottom off to the side and then it kind of sort of it's not very comfortable but it it's better than for some better than the squatty potty method. So there's that, that is an option, which that I've tried. Yep. I've tried that. Um, and then there's some people that are so, uh, uncomfortable going that you could just simply just try holding it the whole time. Oh no. That's, that's like for good. shorter trips, that could work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could, but it's not fun. No, no, but if, if it, it might be more fun to hold it and go to the, you know, Go in a bathroom. That's true. All right, let me throw a question at you real quick. Preference. Yeah. You, uh, sometimes it's in the national parks, they have these backcountry, like, latrines, and they reek. Mm -hmm. Would you rather go in one of those or go out in the woods somewhere? Okay, I'll I'll just say this, Uh, and I regretted this choice, but I went, when I was 15, my grandpa took a bunch of the family to whitewater raft down the grand canyon and you camp along the river it's like an eight-day trip so four days in i had not pooped and i was and i could feel it i was just dying and uh they had this tent where everybody would go day five rolls around i'm like i gotta go right so i finally get the urge i go down and it was the most horrific smelling experience of my life and i had wished that i just found something outdoors and just did that i don't know why i didn't there was that time and another time down in on a mexico trip i went into an outhouse and it was just never again uh, i think i'd rather just go outside you know and i think backpacking really helped me feel more comfortable with that right to be honest oh, i would too I'm, I'm with you in that for sure yeah yeah i am all pooped out so Let's talk about something else. Okay. So what's what else? What else you got? This is this is a Derek episode here, Derek. So, so you've got. You keep saying that as if I don't know that, though. You know. Well, I'm just reminding so, everybody so that it's your turn to you know throw us throw us on the topic. What else? So you if it about? goes really bad, it's you get somebody to blame. And I, you know, that's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So now I have two a couple of talks. One topic uh, was you know I love games on the trail. I love games and backpacking. Yep. Some of my favorite games, and I want to see what are your maybe top two or three games, buddy. Okay. For me on the trail, I love the bocce ball. I love cards, um, and I loved um, I loved playing uh, horseshoes when one of our one of our friends brought it. It was super heavy, and I was been I've been researching like lightweight 
versions of that. Horseshoes? Um, yeah. Horseshoes and or cornhole. So those are those have been really fun to do on the trip. Because I think it, it kind of involves a lot of people. And it's Cornhole? How are you going to bring cornhole? Like, are you going to makeshift it out there? Or? Don't worry. I got it all figured out. Okay. Yeah. So what are you, what are a couple of your favorite games? Like, what do you enjoy doing on the trail besides hide and seek? Well, I, obviously you're throwing out some very uncommon backpacking games, but there is like a miniature version of the bocce ball, which you played, which is fun. I'm uh, yeah, I like bringing the cards and some bringing some okay. other stuff. Sure. We bring some, brought some weird games out there, but I think that, yeah, I think that what games do, especially for groups of people that maybe don't know each other as well as it's like a, it's a, besides the trip itself, the games are quick ways to bond. So mm. hopefully, I know not everybody's into games or cards oh, yeah. or anything. Definitely. It's a bummer if you get kind of a stick in the mud who's not really willing to play. But I think that's a way, like I think that's kind of one of the ways that we connected was we both like games. And when you started introducing games on the trips, I was like, this is this makes the trip way more fun. This is yeah. awesome. And so I appreciated it. And we've gotten pretty creative over the years with bringing some of the games. Sounds like you're willing to to, to kind of pack in some extra pounds for these games, though. I'm debating it. I'm debating it. I mean, I, I know I have my Apple necklace coming, so I got to take that in, into consideration. So, what else you got? I'd say next for me is what what is my ideal? So I have like I have two topics. Like one is my ideal off trail trip. Like not necessarily okay. like a location, but like what would I want to do on an off trail trip? What would it involve? Right. And then I have like my ideal trip locations, or or, or maybe not like locations. I could name like a million of those, but like. An ideal trip that I'd really want to try. Like that's, well, okay, how's it different from the bucket list? Well, because on the, like the bucket list, it was like, hey, I want to go to like, you know, Alaska, New Zealand or whatever. This is like my ideal trip might be in one of those places, but it also might be a certain type of trip, if that makes sense. Okay. Like you're definitely one, you're a proponent for go off trail as much as possible. You like the navigation, like the challenge, so... What, what what would you want to do? What's the best off trail trip in your? I mean, it's not don't yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't I don't mind the trail. Like, I like the trail. Okay. Um, but it's fun to. It, it would be fun. Like, I know we did off trail this year, and you obviously have some some of your own challenges with that. I think that is why if we ever did do Alaska in the future someday, it would be fun because you're kind of in like a zone, and you can kind of just go wherever mm-hmm. in that zone. Um, but if I was going to go off trail somewhere, it would be. It, I always had this uh, little vision of you know going over a mountain pass, which we've done a million times. But as you're descending, you know maybe there's a giant lake or like a field next to this giant lake, and uh, rather than going down, it would be fun if possible. You know, obviously weather is a big factor, but it, it's the closest I would ever get to like you know how those people rock climb and then they. They camp out on like a ledge, yeah, or they camp out and they're hanging. Quarter ledge, right? Yeah. So it'd be, I, I thought it'd be fun to, if you could find a huge cliff ledge, overlooking all the stuff, like lake, field, whatever, and then camp there, and then you know, like watch the sunrise in the next morning. Yeah, uh, that, that'd be fun. Okay, would enjoy that. I like that. That's cool. So, what about you? You got like any ideal type of off trail stuff? Off trailage. You're more like, are you more like by the trail? Yeah, my, by the book. Just the way I'm wired. I'm, I'm definitely more of a linear thinker at this point though i really just want the epic scenery so if we're going off trail if there's the epic scenery like i'm all in for sure if i'm not sure about it or if it kind of takes if it detours us away from some pretty good sites then it kind of bums me out a little bit which is i think kind of what happened yeah. last summer to be honest that's it, it and i agree with you on that though it is kind of a gamble right <clears throat> only a sense of like 
if I did some homework ahead of time, like, oh, this this area here next to the trail has a huge lake right. off trail, or it has like a huge you know peak that you can check out or whatever, that would be cool. But it's a gamble because you don't know like, is it pretty to look at right. or is it kind of like. Meh. You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of times you don't have pictures on the internet you can go check out. Right, especially for the off-trail stuff. There's not as much out there. But to answer your question, right. if we could go off-trail and simply avoid pokey plants, like, mm-hmm. like I don't mean like you got to just dodge them. Like, that's fine. Like, But, you know, like there's times when you're literally navigating through plants that are just grabbing onto you and ripping your clothes and ripping your skin. Yeah. We've had to do that um, a couple times, and that's uh, it's just not as much fun. So... If, it's not. if we could if we could avoid that, which we did last year, um, then then I'm, I'm yeah I'm, I'm game. So other than that, okay. yeah, I, it's fun getting away and being away from people and just yeah. For me, it's all about the epic scenery. So yeah, that's yeah. I I, I agree with you on the scenery part. That's okay. yeah. I mean, it's a highlight to go. That's why I mean to get outdoors and experience all that is is huge. So all right. So then okay, tie tie this into that. your ideal trip. Where you know what is this, is or is that it right there? I mean, it is. So, I mean, the ideal trip would include maybe something like that. Okay. Um, obviously, there's there's thousands of locations you could go, you know, um, all over the world. And I mean, even if you Google, like, even on Instagram, if you Google like hiking spots or hikes or whatever, you can see some just amazing, amazing places. Um, I think for me, because we don't, we didn't really, we haven't really done it a lot. Is kind of that like. You know, we talked about it in the lingo episode. This the cowboy style of camping, right. where you just you know kind of sleep under the stars. And to me, like if you're up on a cliff, up on a mountain somewhere, it would be easier to do that. And um, right, but I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's something. There's something about like waking up and having the sun be the first thing you see. Uh, you know, outdoors. And 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 I've had some really cool experiences in New Zealand where you know you wake up and there's like the sun's coming up over this lake or the, the hill or the field or whatever. Mm. And it's just, it's amazing. So, uh, it would be fun to do with okay. you guys for sure. Cool. Let's yeah. yeah. Maybe we can work that in in the future. All right. So we got, we got things to work on for sure. Things, this is, this things is very, this episode is very revealing. Some of your secret desires, everything from <laughs> backcountry cornhole to waking up to the sunrise near a lake. So I, I like that. Very cool. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Well, absolutely, dude. Not to be, not to put a damper on things, but my trivia, since I knew that the bulk of this episode was going to be talking about how to poop in the woods, I do have some bathroom themed trivia. This is going to be hard. I'm not going to lie. This, these, these are hard trivia questions. I'm not a pro, so I might miss so, all these. So give it a go. Yeah, there's four. I'm going to say you got to get two. Okay. Yeah, and if you fail, I feel like you only get one, or you get none of these then you've got to go down to your local donor and uh, be a poop donor for somebody you don't know. <laughs> I don't, because I'm already your poop donor. On call. On call. Do they, just okay. out of curiosity, like if, you know, you have a heart transplant, the guy dies in the car accident, they take the heart, they like fly it in, a, in a, like a ice chest to somebody. Do they do that with yeah. poop, you think? Do they refrigerate and i don't think i don't think there's quite as high demand i think there's a lot more availability of that so? derek than there is of good hearts no man i don't know okay yeah. just and i'm no medical expert but i bet there's some folks out there that can confirm I that bet. and yeah. maybe have even experienced with I bet that poop's so. been in the ice chest a few times i'm just gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> on ice i don't know how they match i don't know how they have like donor matches with that stuff so yeah 
And you know what? After we're done recording this, I'm not going to go look it up either. Just so you know. I'm proud of you, you know. And I think they also include like okay. a like a little box of matches with that transplant. So just to eliminate <laughs> smells. Anyway, let's do this trivia. I want to okay. let's uh, let's see how trivia. Good okay, so I got four questions. Yeah. So I'm trying to simplify it a little bit by making three of them true or false. Okay. <laughs> and, Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. And I had to look up. I think I had to look up three out of the four. Because I wasn't totally sure um, based upon the information I get from Rangers or just kind of general backpacking knowledge. Mm. Like, I didn't really know the answers to these. So I think these are actually kind of interesting. So the first one, true or false, it is technically not against the law to pee on the trail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Now, we'll assume that nobody else is around. So this isn't like, you know, like I'm just way out there. Um yeah, but you're on an established Ugh. trail. You're, I'm going to is it technically not against the law. I'm going to say false. I'm going to yeah. say technically is against the See, law. Okay, I could not find anywhere where that was against the law. Um, huh. We, they talk about going away from water sources and such, right. but when you think about people that go to the, you know, especially going pee, people typically either are like on the trail and they're kind of like aiming off the trail mm. or they're just right next to the trail. And so I thought, what about on the trail? And I couldn't find anything that suggested it. And I looked on the Leave No Trace uh, website. Not that that would be a trace, but anyway, so incorrect. I think it, couldn't it be super subjective though? Like some of those trails get kind of sketchy. Like, am I on the trail? Yeah, they could, I, there's the trail? A, I think maybe that's why it's not a rule or a law. So, That's true. Okay, this one I think you're going to get. All right. This, one, this next one I think you're going to get. Oh, for one. All right. Uh, true or false? A device called Go Girl allows women to pee standing up. It's funny, funny you brought this up. It's true, by the way. Uh, I bought... It is I true. bought... Or no, my mom bought my wife one of those back in the day. Okay. I thought you were going to say you bought one for yourself. No. I don't need it. Maybe you do. But my mom bought my wife one back in the day as a... So I think that... Know, yeah, this is kind of a, con- I don't know if it's controversial, but I think that the women that have these think this is like amazing and awesome. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other side where the w- other women are like, I would never use that in a million. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know, our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. 
com. Years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she, I think she used it so, once. It was kind of like, mm, no. Yeah. My wife actually is on the side of not using yeah. anything in years. Yeah. And actually, when I asked her if she had any input on this episode, she did give me some some wife wisdom. Really? She said, um, yeah, she said, pee going downhill so it doesn't run onto your feet. So wise. So wise. Very wise. And, and then I thought, and I always, you know, I, I try to take things to the next level. I thought, well, what if, you know, you have to choose between going uphill or into the wind? What's worse there? Ooh. Well, if you do both, that's terrible. You know? Yeah. But if you had to choose between the two, I think you had to go. I think you had to go uphill. I think that's the better. Yeah, uphill's option. definitely safer because the wind can blow yeah, in your face, yeah. man. This is wrong. <laughs> yeah, and if you're thinking, well, this is just a guy issue. Well, not if you're using the go girl. So there you go. Well played. Well played. Depending upon how you aim it. So there you go. All right. So you're one for two. Okay. True or false? According to the Leave No Trace guidelines, biodegradable toilet paper is okay to bury. Now, that's assuming it's like scent-free, you know, chemical-free. Biodegradable toilet paper is okay to bury. True or false? I gotta be, I'm so confused on this one only because I've heard people say, I probably should have just asked the ranger. I've heard people be so convincingly argumentative on both sides of this, which is kind of funny to me. Well, this isn't an argument. This is just... Right, no, I, I understand that. Um, I'm going to say it is not okay. So you're going to say false. I'm going to say false. And this is why this is a hard trade. It is actually true. They actually suggest on their website that while not preferred, it is okay to bury. Now, I think why you're confused is because when we go to national parks, the rangers tell us not to do that, but to simply pack it out. Pack it in, pack pack it it out. We talked about it last episode. Yeah. And so... Um, and they and the rangers suggest the reason for that is simply that, that the animals will dig up the toilet paper and then it's like gross for everybody. Right. So, so and that's the thing is like it, it's isn't it better to get in the habit of just packing it and packing it out, like regardless. So, uh, yeah, it is for sure. Um, I think that you've got to have a good system for that, and there's and use the right baggage right. in order to avoid smells because. Because we think of plastic as being kind of like containing smells, but it doesn't 100% contain smells, and that's the worst of the smells. Mm, true. Or just, yeah, like I said in the previous episodes, don't bring toilet paper. Just use right. use something else. Slide roll. Slide, you know, the scoot method. There you go. <laughs> like okay. Carl does. All right, so you're you're one for three, so you got to get this next one to uh, You said I had to get to one, or I got to go get a donor, so that's good. You got yeah, I said if you had if you got yeah. um less than two, you you're oh, done. Pressure's on. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one's not a true false. Now I'm giving you a scenario. Okay. You are fifty percent done going number two out in the woods, <laughs> and a moose <laughs> slowly approaches you and does not realize you're there. What do you do? You pinch and clench and peace out. No. He doesn't realize I'm there. Yeah, so it's like kind of like ambling towards you. Oh, it's getting closer, coming your direction. You know what? It. I don't know what that says. I should do, but like when you're in like mid mid scenario, fifty percent. Like this is there's there's no there's no book on this. I just made the scenario. I bet you. <laughs> I'll bet you. That. <laughs> I feel like if he he doesn't see me, doesn't notice me. I'm just gonna keep keep doing my business and uh, just just let it happen and go for it. I you know once you're committed to that situation you don't want to like reopen things if you will so i would i'd try to commit and go for it 
I go okay. for a power push, and then so you go for when you say go for it, you mean just keep going to the bathroom? Yeah, I would go for the full push. I go for it, and then I try to lock okay. up shop and and just I might, I might even just sit there for a minute and see what he does. Yeah, like I'm not gonna run away. I I I'm gonna give you a thumbs down now, on Derek. I think that thumbs up 100. percent I think that it's okay. I think that your answer is appropriate. If you're at least willing to make some sounds to alert the moose that you're there so you don't startle the moose as it gets really close, and you want to do that as soon as possible so you give the opportunity for the moose to, to kind of move away, um, you don't want to startle the moose. There's a flaw in that, though, and this is why I should get the point, and uh, is because if you're going to make noise 50% of the way in, your body will auto-clinch, if you will. And then what you're, kind of noise are we talking about like, here? What do you mean? Like you're like, hey moose. If you're gonna talk mid 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 push, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, but if if you do that, there's a, there's a good chance you're gonna auto clinch and then everything's out the window. So I can't I can't gamble with that. I can't mm-hmm. do that. And you know and you know the, the other question the Rangers said it's not preferred. So for me to say that it's not legal, I think is maybe inaccurate but safer. So I'm going to give myself two half points, so it's two points. Got it. <laughs> two, Boom. So so two halves equal two points. Nice. We got some good mental math. Well, I got the one right okay. plus the two halves. And I don't right. even know what you were just talking about the Ranger. I'm not there's no Rangers in this scenario about the moose. No, no, no. You, I said your other question about the bearing the toilet paper. Okay. They said it wasn't preferred. Yeah. Or advise, no. which, yeah, right. So I'm saying, even though it's legal, even though I got it wrong, it's still advised to do it the way that I did it. Right. So, and if, if it said according to rangers or national parks, you'd have been correct. But it said according to leave no trace. So, I think that was pretty specific. I think my question was legit. And so, uh, two out of four. Where I think we, I think we're at one out of four. We're at one point three seven five. Somebody is a sore loser. Out of four. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i uh you know tit for tat that's okay fine. well I'll tell you what this is great because we, we just put out a couple days ago a little call to, to action and so if you want to give some feedback about what you think is appropriate with the moose scenario then this would be a great one to respond to or, or have a follow-up question about and maybe you know be mindful of the auto clinch if uh if you're being thoughtful about it because it happens the auto clinch happens let's just be realistic okay <laughs> the- and the reason why I brought, it, I brought up a moose is we actually saw three moose on the trail on the on the Tetons trip, and mm-hmm. I got that's cool. Un, yeah, I kind of got a little too close to one of the moose, and the moose was skittish, so it didn't cause any problems. But just in terms of animal safety, I think I think how I, big? Did you see like a male buck with the big horns? And they didn't have the big rack, um, but we had it was it was big. Yeah, it was it wasn't safe, and I did keep some crazy some trees between us but that'll probably be mm. out on one of the videos actually <laughs> so nice that will be out for a little while but yeah cool, well, you, people can point out my flaws and errors in that way but well good deal and as promised uh i did post the judy dench picture i know i was so proud of you so that was, and that was a you cool can picture eat too. your words and uh you know yeah no that was good well, you know, I, get, I, I give you full, full credit on that one full, <laughs> full credit <laughs> so you might be wondering is could there possibly be a Bible verse for an episode that's mainly revolving around poop? I bet you. I bet you found one. Come on. I, and yeah. I couldn't find one poop, man. So the closest I found was Second Corinthians seven one. Uh, Let us cleanse wow. ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. But that the cleanse there is not referring to like like physical cleanliness. Poop. It's referring to um, you know holiness and and you know issues with. Um, 
temptation and sin. And so, um, mm. which is definitely more important in terms of, of, of cleaning ourselves in the grand scheme of things. But in terms of like physical cleanliness, I couldn't come up with anything. I thought maybe as we were talking about some of your other favorite topics, maybe something would pop up, but that's all I got. So I think, you, you know, that's, that's, that'll suffice, suffice, I guess. Okay. That'll suffice. All right. So if you, is that all we got for today? Yeah. I give full credit to the listeners who actually made it through this entire episode. And yeah, if you, yeah. And we've got a good one coming up because I think this is going to get to um, the heart of kind of who we are as like a backpacking and blisters podcast, plus some useful tips for people who are always looking to, to shave some weight in their pack. So we got that coming up. Yes. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. All right. For sure. Okay, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thanks again for uh, pushing through that episode with us, no pun intended. Remember to leave us an Apple iTunes or Google Play review. That would be really helpful. And uh, remember, guys, it is not backpacking unless there's a few blisters along the way. You know that was uh, that was good information from Carl's wife about peeing downhill. And now that you know, now that I think about it, there's been a few times where Carl's come back from doing the bathroom thing, and his shoes have been really wet. I noticed that, and it wasn't raining that day either. Hmm. Maybe maybe I do. Yeah. Maybe I need to get Carl a go a go boy. That might do it. Go boy for Carl. Go boy out. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.